0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Happy Tuesday. Good news Day, Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, January 31st, 2023 tuesday of the fourth week in ordinary time in the Missal, it's liturgical year a cycle one tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary and today is the memorial of saint john bosco born in 1815 his theory of education was a preventive system rejecting corporal punishment and placing students in surroundings removed from the likelihood of committing sin He advocated frequent reception of the sacraments of penance and Holy Communion. He combined catechetical training and fatherly guidance, seeking to unite the spiritual life with one's work, study, and play. He was encouraged during his youth in Turin to become a priest so he could work with young boys. John was ordained in 1841 after serving as chaplain in a hospice for working girls Don Bosco opened the Oratory of St. Francis de Sales for boys. In 1856, the institution had grown to 150 boys and had added a printing press for publication of religious and catechetical pamphlets. John's preaching fame spread by 1850. He had trained his own helpers because of difficulties in retaining young priests. In 1854, he and his followers informally banded together inspired by saint francis de sales with the encouragement of pope pius the ninth john gathered 17 men and founded the salesians in 1859 saint john bosco died in 1888 saint john bosco pray for us let's offer this day to the lord into thy hands O god we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that educators may be credible witnesses teaching fraternity rather than competition and helping the youngest and most vulnerable above all. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus.
2: My God and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and angel, intercede for me. Today is the Feast of St. John Bosco, a priest who was a great educator and lover of young people in 19th century Italy. He founded a religious congregation of priests and brothers called the Salesians to start schools for poor children in Italy when no such schools existed. They are called the Salesians because the congregation is named after St. Francis de Sales, a saint famous for his kindness and gentleness and St. John wanted his schools to have something of the spirit of St. Francis. Now there are Salesian schools all over the world, particularly serving the poor. There are also Salesian sisters. John Bosco, who came from a very poor family himself, stood out for his kindness and gentleness and his sense of fun. He saw the poverty of young people and wanted them to have chances in life, to have opportunities. But he was concerned above all about the full, the all-round development of young people. Not so much about exams and results, but about them being good people. Education is not about grades and certificates, not even about the jobs you get or the money you earn. It's about who you are in your heart and soul. And this was very dear to St John Bosco. I went to a Salesian school in Battersea, South London. I'm not a Salesian myself. I followed a different vocation and joined a Catholic organisation called Opus Dei. But I have many fond memories of my time at Salesian College, particularly of some of the very good Salesian priests who'd play football with us in their cassocks and could hide the ball under it and dribble the ball so well even beneath a cassock. When I was in the sixth form the last two years of school we had history classes with Father McGrath, a really good priest who's now died, and we were just a few and he'd make us coffee. But to get the water he'd go to a nearby tap and so he'd hide the kettle under his cassock there and back. In a letter to his spiritual sons, St John Bosco urged them to see their pupils as if they were their own children. He writes, it's easier to become angry than to restrain oneself, and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. So St John teaches teachers. He says persuade, don't threaten. He tells them they should punish more their own pride and impatience than the pupils. This is a good lesson for you if you're a teacher. And if you're a pupil, well, next time a teacher is going to punish you, maybe you could say, Sir, Miss, make sure you punish your own pride and impatience before you punish me. Or perhaps better not, or they might give you detention. St John insists we must be firm but kind and be patient with the children. He tells his own spiritual children that they mustn't show off their authority or simply pour out anger. He gives the example of Jesus, who showed so much patience to his apostles, who were often stupid and slow to learn, and so much mercy to sinners. In correcting the mistakes of the pupils, St. John says, we must lay aside all anger and restrain it so firmly that it is extinguished entirely. There must be no hostility in our minds, no contempt in our eyes, no insult on our lips. We must use mercy for the present and have hope for the future. And he concludes that it's better for a teacher to pray for his students than to send forth a flood of words that will only offend the listeners and have no effect on those who are guilty. Now one important way to live out this mercy is to try to imitate what we could call the flexibility of Jesus. We see that very much in today's gospel, how you, Jesus, are so flexible, willing to go where you're asked to go and even... To adapt your plans but this is linked to a calm determination what a lesson you teach us Jesus to be determined to do good and let nothing deter you but to do so with great calm and flexibility Perhaps one of the reasons why we lack mercy and this might be particularly a defect of hard-working driven people is that we have all sorts of things we want to do that day perhaps very good things perhaps even for the service of God and we don't like Being interrupted. What we might have to learn is that these very interruptions can sometimes be our Lord telling us what He wants us to do. So we see you, Jesus, in the Gospel. We're in the fifth chapter of Mark's Gospel. You've just expelled thousands of demons from a single person. So, humanly speaking, it's been a hard battle, and maybe you were tired and felt like you needed a break. But then we read, and when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him and he was beside the sea then came one of the rulers of the synagogue Jairus by name and seeing him he fell at his feet and besought him saying my little daughter is at the point of death come and lay your hands on her so that she may be well and live so Jesus you're having to deal with a large crowd and in the midst of that a particular individual begs you to go with him you could have said look I can't leave this crowd I have enough to deal with if I can, I'll come later. But you don't do that. Meekly, docilely, you go with him. And then, while on the way, another interruption occurs. And there was a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years, and who had suffered much under many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and while she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus, and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said if I touch even his garments I shall be made well and sure enough she is she's cured on the spot so we read and immediately the hemorrhage ceased and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease Jesus seems to fill her faith and again he stops he doesn't just go on saying oh, I'm in a hurry I've got an urgent cure to perform but Jesus no you stop Curing the woman is not enough for you. You even want to help her grow in faith. And so you test her. And there's even time for a bit of a dialogue with your disciples. Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone forth from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. The poor woman's afraid that Jesus might undo the miracle. She comes forward in fear and trembling, we read, to admit she had touched him. But Jesus simply reassures her. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. We can imagine the agony of Jairus, the synagogue ruler, while all this is going on. For heaven's sake, woman, I imagine him thinking, you just have a flow of blood. My daughter's dying. He would have been in anguish throughout Christ's exchanges with his disciples, and with this woman. And sure enough, his worst fears are confirmed. While Jesus was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But you, Jesus, just ignore them, and you tell Jairus, Do not fear, only believe. You then delay even further by stopping everyone else from coming, and allowing only Peter, James and John to accompany you. You get to the house and find everyone weeping and wailing loudly so you kick them all out and to cut a long story short you cure the child but even then you're very calm and patient and when he had entered he said to them why do you make a tumult and weep the child is not dead but sleeping and they laughed at him but he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was Jesus, we see your determination. You're not, you're not going to let weeping and wailing and the crowd's hysterics get in your way. You then go in and tell the girl. And here we have a little bit of Aramaic, "Talitha which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. And she does. And we even told her age, 12 years old, and that Jesus thinks of asking them to give her something to eat. Jesus. So here we see you, very flexible, very patient, very calm, Ready to change plans, to adapt yourself to the needs of others. But at the same time, you don't let anything get in your way. That perfect combination of flexibility and determination. You know what you want to do, and you do so calmly, without getting anxious at any moment. And yet crowds are bustling around you. People are touching you. The disciples answer you nervously. People are weeping and wailing loudly. And they even laugh at you. The more we try to do good, the more problems we face, and the more opposition. Saint John Bosco faced so much opposition, but he did the good he had to do, educating poor children, cheerfully, flexibly, but with great determination. Mary too showed great flexibility, when the angel Gabriel told her about her cousin Elizabeth being pregnant in old age, and we read how Our Lady went with haste to help her, dropping everything, so to speak, in order to do so. That haste showed both flexibility and determination, and with it, a great joy to serve. Mother Mary, pray for us, so that we can be a bit more like you, and so more like your son. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for this.
1: You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. Celebrating St. John Bosco, who is not the patron of chocolate milk. And if you don't get that, you're not old enough. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church as we begin this day of prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips. And
1: and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise.
3: Come, Let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock, Hallelujah!
4: Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the
5: flock, alleluia. Come, Come, Let us sing to the Lord And shout with joy To the rock who saves us Let us approach him With praise and thanksgiving And sing joyful songs To the Lord Come Come, let us worship Christ
4: Chief shepherd of the flock
3: The Lord is God, the mighty God The great King over all the gods He holds in His hands the depths of the earth And the highest mountains as well He made the sea, it belongs to Him the dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come,
4: Come let us worship Christ, chief shepherd
5: of the flock. Alleluia. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, Come, let let us worship
4: Christ, chief shepherd of the flock.
3: Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works.
4: Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the
5: flock, Alleluia. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, Come, let us worship Christ,
4: chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia!
3: Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as
5: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
4: Come, let us worship Christ, chief shepherd of the flock. Alleluia.
6: Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me.
7: Lord, Lord, let let my cry cry come to to you. Do do not not hide hide your your face from
6: me. me. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are
8: vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to
6: my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake. And I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse.
8: The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow and I wither away like the grass.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning,
7: is is now, now, and and will be be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do Do not hide your face from me.
9: Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless.
7: Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless.
8: But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion, for this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust.
9: The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers.
8: Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth that he might hear the groans of the prisoners, and free those condemned to die.
9: The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you. That the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion, and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
6: as it was in the beginning, is now, and will
7: be forever. Amen. Be be attentive, attentive, Lord, to to the prayer prayer of the the helpless.
8: You, O Lord, established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands.
9: You, O Lord, established the earth,
7: and the heavens are the work of of your
9: hands. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age.
6: Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed but you neither change nor have an end.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
6: As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever.
7: forever. Amen. Amen.
9: Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works.
7: You, O Lord, establish the earth
6: and the the heavens heavens are the work of of your hands.
10: You will hear the word from my mouth.
7: You You will will tell others what I have have said.
10: From the first letter to the Thessalonians. My brothers, we beg and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that, even as you learned from us how to conduct yourselves in a way pleasing to God, which you are indeed doing, so you must learn to make still greater progress you know the instructions we gave you in the Lord Jesus. It is God's will that you grow in holiness, that you abstain from immorality, each of you guarding his member in sanctity and honor, not in passionate desire, as do the Gentiles who know not God, and that each refrain from overreaching or cheating his brother in the matter at hand. For the Lord is an avenger of all such things, as we once indicated to you by our testimony. God has not called us to immorality, but to holiness. Hence, whoever rejects these instructions rejects not man, but God, who sends his Holy Spirit upon you. As regards brotherly love, there is no need for me to write you. God himself has taught you to love one another, and this you are doing with respect to all the brothers throughout Macedonia yet we exhort you to even greater progress, brothers. Make it a point of honor to remain at peace and attend to your own affairs. Work with your hands as we directed you to do, so that you will give good example to outsiders and want for nothing. We would have you be clear about those who sleep in death, brothers. Otherwise, you might yield to grief like those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose, God will bring forth with him from the dead those also who have fallen asleep believing in him. We say to you, as if the Lord himself had said it, that we who live, who survive until his coming, will in no way have an advantage over those who have fallen asleep. No, the Lord himself will come down from heaven at the word of command at the sound of the archangel's voice and God's trumpet, and those who have died in Christ will rise first. Then we, the living, the survivors, will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thenceforth we shall be with the Lord unceasingly. Console one another with this message.
8: At the word of command, at the call of the archangel's voice and the sound of God's trumpet. The Lord himself will come down from heaven.
11: He will gather his elect from the four winds and from the depths of the earth to the heights of heaven.
8: When the Son of Man comes, he will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast.
11: He will gather his elect from the four winds and from the depths of the earth to the heights of heaven.
9: From a letter by St. John Bosco, priest. First of all, If we wish to appear concerned about the true happiness of our foster children, and if we would move them to fulfill their duties, you must never forget that you are taking the place of the parents of these beloved young people. I have always labored lovingly for them and carried out my priestly duties with zeal, and the whole Salesian society has done this with me. My sons, in my long experience, very often I had to be convinced of this great truth. It is easier to become angry than to restrain oneself and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. Yes, indeed, it is more fitting to be persistent in punishing our own impatience and pride than to correct the boys. We must be firm but kind and be patient with them. I give you as a model the charity of Paul, which he showed To his new converts, they often reduced him to tears and entreaties when he found them lacking docility and even opposing his loving efforts. See that no one finds you motivated by impetuosity or willfulness. It is difficult to keep calm when administering punishment, but this must be done if we are to keep ourselves from showing off our authority or spilling out our anger. Let us regard those boys over whom we have some authority as our own sons. Let us place ourselves in their service. Let us be ashamed to assume an attitude of superiority. Let us not rule over them except for the purpose of serving them better. This was the method that Jesus used with the disciples. He put up with their ignorance and roughness and even their infidelity. He treated sinners with a kindness and affection that caused some to be shocked, others to be scandalized, and still others to hope for God's mercy. And so he bade us to be gentle and humble of heart. They are our sons, and so in correcting their mistakes, we must lay aside all anger and restrain it so firmly that it is extinguished entirely. There must be no hostility in our minds, no contempt in our eyes, no insult on our lips. We must use mercy for the present and have hope for the future, as is fitting for true fathers who are eager for real correction and improvement. In serious matters, it is better to beg God humbly than send forth a flood of words that will only offend the listeners and have no effect on those who are guilty. The people brought little children to Jesus that he might touch them, but the disciples tried to discourage them. Jesus saw this and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. He that receives one such child in my name receives me. Let the little children come to me, and do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God
11: Belongs to such as these. Let us pray. O oh God, who raised up the priest, St. John Bosco, as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>
1: 24 minutes before the hour on Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the last day of January, the Memorial of St. John Bosco. I'm Paul Sodik. There's a lot going on in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a plea for a dying child, a woman with a years-long affliction, and then a return to the child. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Mark.
0: When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and besought
10: him. My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, so that she may be made well and live.
0: And Jesus went with him. A great crowd followed him and thronged about him. There was a woman who had had a flow of blood for twelve years and who had suffered much under many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment.
7: If I touch even his garments, I shall be made well.
0: Immediately the hemorrhage ceased, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone forth from him, immediately turned about in the crowd. Who touched my garments? His disciples said to him. You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? Jesus looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had been done to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. Jesus allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, Jesus saw a tumult and people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a tumult and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was, taking her by the hand He said to her, Talitha Kumi, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and walked. She was 12 years of age. They were immediately overcome with amazement. Jesus strictly charged them that no one should know this and told them to give her something to
1: eat. This selection from truth and life The dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the Relevant Radio app. When someone asks me why I became Catholic, and that was some 45 years ago, my first response is always, the Eucharist. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. On our part, we must make the effort to approach Christ with the faith of that Galilean woman, with her humility, with a desire as great as hers to be healed of the evils that beset us. Who are we to be so close to him? As with that poor woman in the crowd, he has given us an opportunity, and not just a chance to touch his outer garment a little, to feel for a moment the fringe, the hem of his cloak, we actually have christ himself he gives himself to us totally with his body his blood his soul and his divinity we consume him every day we speak to him intimately as one does to a brother a father as one speaks to love itself it is a reality as real as our very existence just as the world and the people we meet each day as we move around are a reality The glorious body of Christ, together with his soul and his divinity, are really, truly, and substantially contained beneath the sacramental species. It is the same Christ who was born of Mary, who remained with his disciples for forty days after the resurrection, and who, since his ascension into heaven, watches over our earthly sojourn. Holy Communion is not a reward for virtue, but rather nourishment provided for those who are weak and in need for each of us, that is. Mother Church exhorts us to receive communion frequently, if possible, each day, and insists at the same time that we should endeavor to avoid routine in its reception, timidity, and anything approaching a lack of love. She encourages us to purify our souls from venial sins through acts of contrition and frequent confession. Above all, she teaches us that we should never receive Holy Communion if we have at all incurred the stain of mortal sin without having first gone to receive the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Concerning slight faults, our Lord asks us to do what we can in the way of repentance and the desire to avoid them. As well as preparing our soul fittingly with acts of faith and hope and love, we need to prepare our body too. We should not have taken any food for an hour beforehand, and we should go with an appropriate reverence, properly dressed. It will be with the naturalness of a Christian who wants to show due respect to the one most worthy of it, and will be a consequence of the faith of someone who knows what banquet it is he has been invited to. Our whole exterior bearing must give to those who see us the clear impression that we are preparing for something great. Our love for Jesus present in the blessed Eucharist will be noticed in the way we give thanks after communion. Love is inventive and finds its own way of expressing gratitude. This happens even when the soul feels completely dry. Dryness is not lukewarmness, but love bereft of feeling. It impels us to make more effort and to ask the help of our intercessors in heaven, such as our own guardian angel, who will do us a great service on this occasion as on so many others. Even our distractions should help us to be more fervent when we thank God for the incomparable good of his having come to us. At these moments when we have God himself within us, everything should help us to awaken the best possible dispositions within our minds and hearts. In spite of all our limitations, Our Lady will help us to prepare our souls with the purity, humility, and devotion with which she received him after the announcement made by the angel. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
11: God, come to my assistance.
7: Lord, make haste to help me.
11: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As
6: it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will will sing sing to to you, O Lord. Lord. I I will will learn learn from from you the way of of
7: perfection. perfection.
6: My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. O when, Lord, will you come?
9: I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes. Whatever is base.
6: I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown.
7: The man
9: who slanders his neighbor in secret, I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart, I will never endure.
6: I look to the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend.
9: No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes.
6: Morning by morning I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit
6: as it was in the beginning, Beginning, is is now now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence. You came to us, Lord Jesus, and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will will sing sing to to you, O Lord. Lord. I will will learn learn from from you the way way of of perfection. perfection.
9: Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord,
6: Lord, do do not not withhold withhold your compassion from from us.
9: Blessed are you and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name.
6: For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper.
9: For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil.
6: For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant.
9: Do not take away your mercy from us. For the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your holy one, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea.
6: For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince Prophet or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you.
9: But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame.
6: And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you.
9: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
7: As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now now, and and will will be forever. forever.
6: Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, do do not withhold withhold your compassion from from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, God I, I will, will sing, sing to you a, a new, song. new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war.
9: He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule.
6: Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, whose life fades like a passing shadow?
9: Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight.
6: Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury.
9: To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
9: Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your Church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light, and unite us under the one banner of love, that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life.
7: O
6: God, God, I will will sing sing to you a new song. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I I have have set set my watchmen watchmen to guard guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set set my watchmen watchmen to to guard you. you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your your
7: walls, Jerusalem, I I have set my watchmen to guard guard you.
6: What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you.
7: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. is now, and and will be forever. Amen.
6: What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you.
8: Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life for His sheep. Let us praise and thank Him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds.
6: Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue
8: to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls.
6: Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord.
8: Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and
6: our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us.
7: Nourish your people, Lord. You
6: taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors.
11: Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer.
7: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Honor On earth as earth it is in heaven, give us this day our daily, daily bread, and, and forgive us our trespasses, trespasses as, as we, we forgive, forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation,
4: but deliver us from evil.
11: O God, who raised up the priest Saint John Bosco as a father and teacher of the young, grant, we pray, that, aflame with the same fire of love, we may seek out souls and serve you alone. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Amen. Amen. John and Glenn are standing by with Morning Air. Next, I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
4: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission.